0: Hello and welcome to a sporting discussion live, talking sports of all sorts. I'm AJ and joined again by Andrew Donison. Andrew, welcome.
1: G'day, sports of all sorts. I love sport. I have three sports going on the TV next to me. I've got Melbourne Storm against Manly. I've got the Bowls Premier League, and I've got Monday Night Raw – Last Monday's Monday night edition of Monday Night Raw, which is awesome. Wrestling's the best. One
0: of one of them counts as a sport. And thank you for instantly dating the audio version of this that people can listen to through whatever podcast provider they'd like to get onto. And if you're watching us live, you are either on our YouTube channel or you're on facebook.com slash a sporting discussion or you're on at ASD radio, underscore radio on Twitter. Now, a reminder, if you are watching on Twitter, you need to send us a comment or a DM because your live comments don't come through to the live show and if you're listening to the audio after downloading last week we've got some good numbers on last week's show Andrew which is very very positive we love you we love you all subscribe like share tell your friends that's the biggest part whether Indeed. it's to say listen to these two dickheads who don't know what they're talking about we're all for <laughs> that that's okay I hate <laughs> click is still a click as we say in the
1: classics um yes. get on board or, or, or to listen to listen to me dated by doing some live commentary at the Melbourne Storm Manly Sea Eagles First half, 30 minutes to go. So no, I won't do that. I might won't as well. Do that. Might as
0: well say what's the, what the score is now that we're, we're, we've gone down the path.
1: Six nothing. To who? Six nothing. I'm not going to tell you who. Melbourne. <laughs> all right, all right. And Tweed Heads and Tasmania have just started in the Bowls Premier League. The Bowls Premier League is, is one of my genuine favourite competitions. Um, the, well, they've got, they do two per year now. Well, I you can it. put that
0: away. You can put that... Positive talk away, Andrew, because we're talking what's annoying people this week. Letting people get it off your chest, tell it like it is, what's annoying you about sport at the moment. We haven't had we haven't done one of these for a moment, expression session. So it we'll see me, how it, it took me a while. It took me a while
1: to come up with things. I'm too positive, AJ.
0: <laughs> well, it took me about ten seconds. And it took the good <laughs> folks who are uh, who follow us on at ASD underscore radio on the Twitter or Facebook.com slash sporting discussion got into it as well. So let's commence. Let's go you first. What's your What's your first one? The first thing that is annoying is it's got your goat. It's giving you the irrits, giving you the shites. What's What's number one, Andrew?
1: So it's something that we've talked about a lot. It's not going to come as a surprise. And the AFLW new season, new certified bargaining agreement was released last week, which had some good points. Not going to deny that there are some some positives In that uh, it's it's a one year bridging agreement because the the league and the players association wanted a three year one but they couldn't come to terms on what the season would look like how much every AFLW every AFLW agreement's been one year hasn't it No, the previous one was was two three years. Great. 2020 oh. to 2022 yeah so they've previously had one uh, i'm pretty i think they had one previous one year one but mm. they look it, it's got a 94 percent pay increase across all of the the different payment tiers which is excellent but there's other So two, why are you annoyed why are you well, angry why is this frustrating oh no i'm getting to that i'm going to tell you the 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 good things and then why it's not good enough Oh, okay. Um, Sorry. Okay, how about it? How about it then? T- tier One players, there's only two of those. So only two players in each team actually get paid what you could call a, a decent living wage for for a professional sports person. So that's they get seventy-one thousand nine hundred and thirty-five dollars. There there are additional payments that that clubs can make. Uh that's much like a lot of things in the AFL, it's not clear what they are and how they get paid and how they get reported. Um there's no additional match fees for pay, for players. So whilst a tier oh. four player gets just under $40,000 and it's said that it's, oh, it's in line with uh, a rookie contract in the men's competition. Yeah, it is. But in the men's competition, if you play a game, you get a match fee, you get a match payment. And in the women's game, you don't. So there's 16 players uh, out That's of really? the 28 on the list, out of the 30, sorry, on the list that don't get their matches on top of that, uh, that forty $40,000. The expansion signing period, there's four new teams. All of the teams have not signed players until the Monday just gone, but they have had players commit to wanting to play for them. So Maddie Pressparkers <laughs> from Carlton said that she would commit to playing for Essendon. Erin Phillips from Adelaide said she would commit to play for Port Adelaide. They weren't allowed to sign until the formal uh, expansion signing period on the 24th of May. But even then... But that happens in a lot of sports. Yeah, but the AFL did not... But they said there are four new teams. They didn't say you're going to be able to sign X number of players from the existing teams. This is the compensation that will be for losing to an existing team. And even now, they've come out as an article that says that players will be given a points value, the number of players. You can lose a certain number of players from each team to the expansion teams, but only to a level, and sorry, and your compensation will be based on the points value of those players. There's no indication of how those players get given points. So that's very AFL,
0: isn't it, to have a, a very a very opaque uh reimbursement system for absolutely good players good players going one way and nothing coming back the other way
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yep uh, the, the season's got to have 10 home and away rounds when there's 18 teams and there's no there was no consideration of increasing it the AFL wanted three years of 10 matches which is why it's only a one-year bridging agreement because the players have gone, no buggy we're working towards full Full season, full-time, 2026. The AFL is still sticking to 2030. So basically the AFL have come out and said, yeah, yeah, we totally support women's footy. Look at it, all that we're doing. But my God, there's a heap, a heap more that still needs to be done. So we, did, we, yeah, we spoke, yeah, about wave, wave the flag they, and say you're great, but come on.
0: When they announced the, uh, the 2030 uh, women's football strategy, the AFL, it was pretty obvious that they were kicking the can as far down the road as it could be tolerated. Which is unlike the AFL, I say sarcastically. Uh, mm. It's unlike them to uh, put a sheen on something that make that they say is something, but it's actually
1: something else. It's just annoying. It's <laughs> yeah. it, um, I, I don't. I, well, that's why we're I here tonight. Get it off your yeah, chest. Do you feel? Do I can that one? No, I don't. It just frustrates <laughs> me. But the thing is, I can't even be. I can't even be bothered. <laughs> equating it to other things that the the AFL pays lip service to like it's just it it shits me it's terrible just get on with it what's get on the solution with it. what's the solution then and where do they get the money there's a shitload of money in the game there is a heap of money being thrown around to all of the different expansion clubs there's money being thrown around to to every single men's uh, well almost every single men's AFL club I think there's only three maybe that don't get a handout from from the AFL. The money's there. Just get it going, uh, and just, they've got so much that they do on or they do really well in the the pathways. The, the amount <laughs> so, that they so do you reckon they should do they should
0: be canning the August start of this year and have a proper match the men's season next year, or do you want them to go from August into October into November ish? Uh when look, cricket, I, I, cricket starts taking
1: everything over. Yeah, I think that the August start to this season is not great, but it's a product of where it's been in the, the calendar previously. It needs to be a, a full season that runs alongside the men's competition. All right. It just Love. just does. It's a right, it's well, a March well, or an April, April to September event. Yeah.
0: And it's simple enough to do curtain raises if there's eighteen teams for eighteen teams. But anyway, we will move on. Do you feel I know you don't feel that's do you feel unburdened?
1: Unburdened. No, no, not at all. <laughs> not at all. What, all right, so we'll let's 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 go to you and see if you can sort of get some some catharsis. What's your thing that you want to get off your chest?
0: This has been giving me the shits for years and years and years and years and years. And, years, and it's mm. sports journos using air quotes uh, who don't know anything about any sport outside of their Favorite one, like AFL, for example, or rugby league, or even basketball, or something like that. Um, and Aussie TV is flooded with these types. Who, if you ask them a question about the NBL or something else, they wouldn't have a clue what you were talking about because it's all AFL all the time, or it's all NRL all the time, or it's all something else all the time. And <laughs> if you're uh, if you're good at your job, you're able to talk about all sorts of different things. And look, that's remember this. General being shittiness about this is why we started a sporting discussion in the first place, because there are a lot of sports that just were being flat out ignored because the journalists just didn't know anything about them, and even worse, they didn't care to check or learn about them. You know, they might have enjoyed themselves. Who knows?
1: I uh, so do, do they do they need to? Would be my question. Well, this if is, someone, this is if someone is yes. a if someone is a cricket beat journalist. Do they need to to know about the, the NBL and report on the NBL? Not Aren't if they're a big journalist, but if they are a sports reporter. they uh, okay. If they're,
0: yes, that's what I'm talking about here. Um, <clears throat> if they're, you know, basically there is a different aspect to respond to that though in that they don't really need to because the industries are so big, the cottage industries around individual sports now are so big in particular. For, I'll, I'll use AFL as the example. There's like... There's more journalists covering the AFL than there are players in the AFL at the moment, and the AFL's very own website employs something like 150 AFL journalists who are all singing, all breathing AFL, which is fair enough because that's for them. They work for the website. But outside of there, you'd hope there'd be a bit more understanding scope, trying to push stories and those sort of more interesting things outside of, oh, um, what's his name, fell over and... Oh, he was outside this club, and oh yeah, it's really exciting.
1: So, I reckon there's two there's two elements. There is, and, and that's sort of what I was getting at when um, talking about the the specific beat journos compared to the broader um, sort of sports reporter, or you know, like a, a panel show where they talk about it's meant to talk about sports of all sorts. If you are on a, let's talk about panel shows, uh, a sport specific panel show, so an NRL panel show, and there are often throwaways about other sports and comparisons to other sports. And there are people who just have absolutely no idea about what they're talking about. And, but then there is. (laughs) I I would argue some
0: of the people on the panels would, wouldn't, don't know a whole lot about the, the, actual sport they're supposed to be talking about they're living in a living on past glories and they don't need you know they don't bother doing
1: the research fair fair call fair call but i think the other one is the the broader panel shows and you can even just talk about newspapers in general because newspapers should be reported on everything that have a focus of just a very narrow focus so on the major sports the major codes as in the ones that always get the, the, the coverage, the ones that have all the money pumped into them, which is why they're able to flood the market with all of their coverage. How do we then make sure that, let, let's talk about the, the Australian Baseball League and the, what's it, what's it called? The, the summer series or the winter series, the, the series that had been going on uh, this year, which was in lieu of the, the competition. Like how do how do things like the baseball get appropriate coverage both in and of themselves and amongst other sporting Well journals? they don't
0: is the short question. They don't because yeah, but how? No, 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 the journals who do work on the A B the Australian Baseball League, I've spoken to quite a few of them, pitch the stories to the editors who say either no flat out or can you hook an AFL team into it? Or right. can you do something like that? So that's what that's what it's up against to try and get it through the establishment, man. But this is a good one because we got a we've been com- uh, contacted by Ian Harkin on Twitter, who mm. said what's annoying him about sport at the moment is not really sport, but the coverage of sport, the endless coverage of AFL and NRL and all the panel shows discussing the most inane and ridiculous subjects in those sports. Then the way those discussions are promoted so the panelists become the news rather than the players, which is the self-sourcing, pudding snake eating its own tail, Uh, particularly we'll use the AFL again because it does it so well. The NRL does it too where they've got just basically news-limited journos yelling at each other on a desk and then for the next few days they'll report about how those journos yelled at each other over the desk and what the reaction was on social media and all that sort of thing. So they basically, do they have to, Andrew? They, they probably don't because there's just so much crap out there that they can just uh, shovel away at.
1: Mm. Well, yeah, And that's what I annoys me the most. It, yeah, no, it's, that's fair enough. I, see, I went straight to solutions focus rather than just letting you get it off your chest, so I apologise for that. But <laughs> I, I, wanna, I just want to know how it can get better.
0: Well, the solution at the moment seems to be uh, fan-made or people-made content, because especially mm-hmm. for things like the Super Netball or the Baseball League or um, the NBL, the A League, Aussie Football in particular, um, a lot of the a lot of the high high engagement things now are coming from fans, uh, coming from groups that do it themselves. It's not coming from the media covering the games because it's it's just not there. Even um, Channel 10, who cover the A-League, give it absolute scant attention anywhere, um, and so it's people have decided to take it into their own hands and say, well, to heck with all of this, I'll, we'll just make our own thing and talk about it and talk about games and everything else. And, yeah, that's, that seems to be where it's going. The, the shift has, been, has gone from, your, you know, regular sports media over into that podcast videos, self-made content creators and all of that sort of thing.
1: And It's because, no, it's not because, uh, a reason could be that people consume media very differently than they used to. People don't just need to go and buy a newspaper or sit down at six o'clock to watch the news. I still remember when I was playing under-14s, under-16s football, one of the guys that I played with, so this is in the the mid-1990s, he had an alarm on his, like, Casio uh, watch, which went off at 6.21 every day because that was when the Channel 10 uh, sports report mm-hmm. was on the news. So if you wanted to find out what happened, you had to sit down at <laughs> 6.21 and watch it. And if you missed it, then you would... No, yeah, sorry, 5.21. It, was, it <laughs> was when they went first at 5. So 5.21 or whatever it was, <laughs> it was like you just didn't see it. So whereas now, people are consuming in such a different way, which means it doesn't matter where the content's coming from. It doesn't matter who's producing the content. It's instead of I'm going to read the newspaper, it is I'm going to read something on my phone, my tablet, my laptop. Mm. And it doesn't matter where that comes from. It doesn't have to be from the traditional sources. So, Yeah, it's that, you're right. That's a, a good a thing look.
0: that comes out of this.
1: Now, oh, just a reminder
0: before we before we flip to your next one, Andrew, you are watching and listening to a sporting discussion, talking sports of all sorts. If you're on Twitter, at ASD underscore radio or facebook.com slash a sporting discussion or search for a sporting discussion on YouTube. If you're watching us now, pop a comment in. Uh, we'll have a chat about it and whack it up on the screen. It'd be good fun. All right, Andrew, what, what else are you... I feel like we're making progress here. I feel like we're making some progress. Maybe we uh, need I... to think less solution-focused and just get it out there, just let it's let, let the am. anger let the anger flow into the universe. So what's your it's next? Not who one? I
1: am, AJ. I'm <laughs> going to I'm going to um, go on from one thing that you mentioned there and that was the the A League and the uh, the Channel 10 sort of coverage or or lack thereof. But this week Barcelona played the A League All-Stars. 70,174 people went mm-hmm. along, right? Earlier this year, Australia played Japan in uh, a World Cup qualifier and there was about 41,582 people there. We have a grand final this weekend, Western United versus Melbourne City. How many people do you think are going to go to that game? Not how many people are going to be registered and reported as being there. How many actual people are going to go? Because I'm there's more concerned.
0: People, there's more people who listen to our show and watch our show than will be at the A League Grand Final. But I'm super concerned. For, for context, for that, Western United's in it, and Western United have no fans,
1: none. Well, yeah,
0: West, Western United have. They were a no home stadium. A, for television. They don't, They have no home stadium. They have no home training facilities. They were added at the behest of the broadcaster who wanted in one extra team in Melbourne and one in Sydney. Regardless of the uh, benefits, community and social and financially, in places like Wollongong, Wollongong and Canberra and those sort of things, so mm-hmm. that's where they've ended up. They're actually quite a good team, but it's just no one cares. They've got no well, maybe cares, their 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 active support group is like hundred people.
1: Yeah, and Melbourne so City they, aren't that much better. <laughs> no, see, so I was going to say that it's not just it's not just. Western United, Melbourne City just don't get a, a huge crowd hmm. to, to them either. I'm fascinated to see how it goes, but what, what the hell is going on when there are so many people, we've said it before, there's so many people in Australia that love football. There's so many people that watch the EPL. They get up in the middle of the night to watch the EPL. People will watch La Liga. People will watch the like all various European football leagues, and they just simply will not watch the A-League.
0: You've just answered your own question. It's the Euro snobs. Ever since the A-League started.
1: Yeah, oh, yeah, 100%. 100%. Surely those the people can at least put that behind them and, and watch. Or do they genuinely just watch and go, oh, well, this this is terrible. I can't possibly watch this, this piece of yeah, trash. Yeah,
0: people genuinely watch the A-League and go, well, this isn't as good as the Premier League. No shit,
1: dickhead. Yeah. Oh.
0: <laughs> what do you think? What do you think it is? And as for the Socceroos, there's some context around that, because the Socceroos are garbage at the moment. And uh, they were... If they oh, let me try to remember, if they hadn't, if they couldn't beat Japan, then they were going straight to the playoff, and there was no way they were going to beat Japan because Japan are a lot better than Australia. People decided oh, to save Australia, their money for the for the Barcelona uh, A League All Stars
1: uh, or the Manchester, Manchester United versus Crystal Palace, the Manchester mm. United versus Melbourne Victory. Both of those at the MCG.
0: Or the or the Celtic Celtic and other one that's going to be on in Sydney now as just as a offence, did watch that game it was pretty good it was good fun all is that because they were good Barcelona
1: is that because there were there were European footballers on one side so one team one side was actually talented and worth watching no the A League team was actually <laughs> really good and they unearthed <laughs> a fantastic seventeen year old seventeen year old yeah I, I say that uh, tongue firmly planted in my cheek <laughs> but it's been this is not a new thing this is. Uh, something I mentioned last week, that a bloody one-hour infomercial on Clive Palmer's mm. United Australia Party outrated an A-League match that was on, on Saturday night, which is a final. And mm. it, I yeah, don't Garane, know
0: what the... Garane, Garane Kual, the 17-year-old from the Central Coast Mariners, tore him apart, nearly scored twice. He's going to be huge. He's going to be huge. And he was on display last night for the A-League All-Stars, which was quite good.
1: Yeah, get out of here with your positivity. <laughs> I don't want that. We don't want that. No. I, look, what What can they do? I, I don't want an answer because I'll be here forever, but <laughs> bloody hell, just do something. Hey, you know what? Put it on free-to-air television. There's an idea. <laughs> Have it during the season accessible on free-to-air TV. And then when Whoa. it's on free-to-air TV, don't go to an ad break when someone's about to score a goal. You drips.
0: Oh, don't get me started on that. We spoke about that a couple of weeks ago. We've had more contact from Ian Harkin, who is at Sports. Nut with a Z67 on Twitter. Can I just say I have no idea who or what Western United is. They seem to be just a soccer team without any real brand or identity. The publicity and promotion of the A-League is zero. When you you just first mentioned it now, that's when I even knew the grand final was even on. So there you go, Andrew. We should be uh,
1: taking a check from the uh, the A-Leagues. But that is something (laughs) that is lamented by, by football fans, by Australian football fans. Three weeks out from every single A League season. It's where's the promotion? Where's the promotion? Where's the anything? And this, so it's not, it's not just this year, but the last genuine promotion that I can remember was that weird one where they had the young kid and who's he going to support? And eventually, he supported oh, yeah, Melbourne City. Yoshi. But who's Yoshi, Yoshi going to support? That was yeah. when Tim Cahill played. Yeah. Yeah. Who's so Yoshi going to support? And it was Melbourne that's City. It. That's it. That is the only pre, <laughs> pre-ALE, like pre-season advertising that they've done. Of so your, any solution is,
0: your solution is more kids, more under, indecisive kids.
1: Oh, the solution to all of it is more kids, always. <laughs> well, not everything, Andrew. Um, Get Yoshi. All right. Get, yeah. Follow Yoshi. Do, follow instead, Yoshi. Of, instead of seven up, do Yoshi up. Every Yoshi's year, probably... follow Yoshi.
0: He's probably a Euro snob who was at the Barcelona game in a half and half scarf, on and that's fine. On Let's Wednesday find out night. why.
1: Let's find out why Yoshi has become a Euro snob.
0: Yeah, we might need to get someone in to talk about Euro snobs and the A League and all of that, Andrew. Mm. I'll, I'll, I will look into that as we move along. But next, what's yours? What's your next one? Have you got any more? No, that
1: was that was. I've, I've got another one. I've got the. Um, oh, can I? am going to. I'm going to keep going. I'm. One of them I've got a reasoned discussion to have, and one of them I can just go, you're a bunch of fucking dickheads again. Crowd violence. Crowd Uh. violence. This time, so last week it was the NRL. This week was the AFL. 50 people were evicted from the Dreamtime at the G game. And the number of people I've... I saw commenting on the articles going, oh, it's because it was a night game. I mean, you've got to expect people to be there. No, I have been, I've been at the football with no alcohol in my system. I have been at the football with prohibitive levels of alcohol in my system that no one should be, should be consuming. And number the number of punch ups you've engaged in? Zero. A big, fat zero. It is not the alcohol that causes fights it is the dickheads the, dickheads, the fight yes. that cause fights of always the dickheads enough <laughs> but you, we, you've you you roll out the uh, the boxing day test evictions uh, a couple of times a year and you you sort of oh, say they're just how larri- it is, larri- jovially lovable arrogance. yeah lovable, larri- yeah, lovable larri- it's larri- jovially but sort of wiped off <laughs> oh these guys they were just having a having a bit of fun weren't they yeah having a bit of fun just- Fuck off. Just (laughs) honestly, if you want to come to a sporting competition, a sporting game, and start a fight, stay at home, get yourself a stubby holder and throw it at the TV every time that you get angry enough that you can't deal with your own emotions in any other way than to cause physical violence. Like Going out's not for you. (laughs) If you are such a, a simpleton that you can't recognise that you are the problem with society, then just fuck off. Stay away from... You're up and about
0: today. As I said...
1: I think we found something
0: you're actually angry,
1: you're actually passionate about. Dickheads. (laughs) No dickheads. No dickheads. (laughs) And the thing is, I don't even need to say much more about it. Hey, there's fights in the crowds. Don't fucking do it. Well, let me lead on from there. Because yes. one of the most
0: annoying things that came out of all of that crowd violence, aside from the dickheads, aside from the poor bugger who got attacked at the front of the ground at the MCG, aside from all of the fights that happen all the time, it's people trying to blame it on umpires and referees. Oh. <laughs> uh, how moronic do you have to be to try to blame the fights in the crowd on the freaking umpires? How... how How stupid do people have to be to think that that's uh, – and I I was reading other things to think, oh, crowds are down because people don't like the umpires. Total bullshit.
1: That's not true. Crowds are down
0: because there's things to do everywhere these days and people don't want to get sick and die on top of it. Um, But, yes, it's not the umpires. It's never the umpires. And people who go through their life just refs faulting, I like to call it, who think that the the umpires, the referees – the match officials, whoever it is, they're responsible for everything that's bad about a game. You're a fucking moron.
1: God, it it drives me crazy. AJ, didn't you know know that in every single sporting competition that I follow, the officials are biased against my Mm -hmm. team and my team only? Did you know Yeah, they don't
0: know the rules. They don't know the rules either.
1: No, they don't. None of them know the rules. None of the officials know the rules, and they deliberately – Deliberately target my team and it's it, it, no other team Like no other team but when, when we lose it is the <laughs> officials fault when we win it's in spite of mm. their cheating you're rising Give above the officials trying to screw you <clears clears throat> we've just had a, a comment
0: through facebook.com slash a sporting discussion from Richard Volko's can they have a mosh pit or a cage for all the ferals to smooch each other <laughs> I love it <laughs> Smush each Unf- other sorry unfortunately, <laughs> I used, unfortunately I used to have that it used to be called the yeah. hill it used to be called the, Bay animal, enclosure, the animal enclosure the that was yeah Murabbin, it wasn't, wasn't it? yeah it wasn't mm. good it, at least it that was good. at least it was contained though i think richard might be yeah. on something a dickhead section oh. and there's yeah. no dickhead section <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yep. Yeah. Well, so the the umpire stuff is <sighs> hilarious. Uh, cricket is is one of my favorites. With the DRS, the decision review system brought in, it's shown that umpires are right 95% of the time. Yeah. And people still just go, "Oh, it's completely outrageous. The, the this is this is wrong. This is, that's not out." Well, and no, players make, make
0: errors. Some players make errors 75% of the time in, on a given week. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. goes bad yeah. enough. <laughs>
1: yeah. Like you look at, uh, I'm watching, uh, I'll look over to the, the rugby league, and I just now have seen something which I wanted to point out set completion. No, they, so Melbourne Storm did not complete that set because of an error. Mm. Is everyone going to be up in refs. arms? It's yeah. the refs, mate. Uh, the t- the players make no errors; they are above uh, yeah, making errors. But umpires, no, no, when, officials, referees.
0: When I'm talking, when I'm talking to someone about sport, and all of a sudden they start talking about how the referees are either screwing their team over or they're no good and they're ruining the spectacle. That's when my brain it's the cow in the hammock swinging back and forth to just music, because that that person has nothing nothing intelligent to say left. They may even be a very famous doctor, but yes, it's just They've someone got, playing. Yeah,
1: they got monkey, monkey clapping the symbols. Monkey in clapping their head. the
0: symbols in their head. Yep, people who yeah. are refs falters are just complete clowns. Complete clowns.
1: Oh, yeah,
0: drives me yeah. crazy. We've like had another it. one come through Facebook, Andrew from uh, Paddy Bordia. Right now, the football and NBA season is about to end, and I'm struggling. I need sports and specifically good podcasts to fill the gap. What's the best AFL one? Sorry, Paddy, I can't. I don't listen to
1: AFL. Podcast. I can I can tell you uh, without a shadow of a doubt, the best <laughs> AFL podcast is the Hardball Gets podcast. It's the West Australian, or I think it's the West Australian, or the West. Um, it's WA based, but they don't just focus on the WA teams. It is. Panels, panels better than any other AFL-based podcast. So hmm. listen to that one. Oh, yeah. What and was it called? Hardball Gets. Xavier oh. Ellis is one of them on it. He's excellent. And like Nick Rinn, Ryan Daniel. So it's it's brilliant. They put out on Monday or Tuesday. It's called the Two Minute Warning. They do two minutes on each team. And then on Thursday, they do six points leading into the, the round. Um, don't bother with any others because the rest of them are trash. Yeah, a lot of a lot of podcasts aren't very good as we can we can say. Hey, look, good one. We're, we're, we're not we're not very good at uh, some of the time either. So now we, we have right. we've
0: got another one during the week on Twitter at ASE underscore Radio from Dan Jarvis and just a bit of a lead on from the NBA one. Patty yeah. was talking about there. Dan is talking about how trash the entire NBA playoffs have been. All games are. Practically unwatchable after quarter time, and for the neutral fan, it's turning me away.
1: There've been blowouts, or well, there's been a lot of blowouts, hasn't there? I'm not yeah. a massive flip-flopping NBA blowouts.
0: Fans. Flip-flopping. Let's take the the Boston versus Miami series that's going on at the moment. Um, they've been flipping like thirty point margins um, from game to game, How? Um, which is. Well, it's just it's, it's home court advantage. that's team's not carrying it's Team's blowing out early, and the other one just going, eh, forget it. We'll have a home game next time." But um, it's also teams being much better than each other.
1: <laughs> so is that is that an issue with best of five, best of seven series? Um, the, there's not there's not enough value placed on individual games that you can just go, "Ah, oh, bugger it. We'll get them next time." Yeah, yeah, but at some
0: stage, if it's a home court game and you start getting beaten, on you've got to think, well, geez, we might need to try and turn this around. But it's kind of people are they're giving up on games earlier. Okay, you know they're saying, all right, well, this is this is far gone. We'll
1: conserve our energy. Is that because they're snowflake millennials? Probably <laughs> with coaches who are,
0: with coaches who are too scared to tell them how it is.
1: Yeah, yeah, just give them a clip around the ear. <laughs> I've got, I've got one. I've got um, uh, another one that's just annoyed me, and it is the in the cricket, the women's IPL being continually left out at the expense of a stupid four match, three team exhibition competition, the women's T Twenty Challenge that is going on at the moment. There's been three previous seasons. You've seen. What happened in Australia and England and New Zealand as well with their T20 competitions, every country that gets a T20 competition in, in the women's game sees an increase in the number of quality players available to play in the national T20 game because there are more in the domestic game and there's more that have a pathway to go through. The Women's Big Bash League is brilliant. The Kia Super League and, and now the, the Women's 100 is, is great because it gives so many people the opportunity. The IPL, the, the BCCI have the money. They have the infrastructure. They also apparently have uh, a really, really a positive effort to, to want to. They've said that uh, – so at a recent meeting the, of the IPL – a decision was taken that efforts will be made to start a franchise-based annual T20 tournament for women cricketers from 2023. Oh, that's big of them. Efforts will be made to start <laughs> considering, like we'll, we'll totally wanna,
0: we'll totally think about maybe wanting to do something down the road at some point, maybe. Yeah. Don't push yep. us though. Don't push us. No, though. we're going so as just, fast
1: as we can. There just needs to be so much more respect given in the female cricket world. Like even going right down to the associate nations, so the last World Cup, one of the, um, like the qualifying events, Thailand, were doing very well and were highly likely to qualify for the, the World Cup. And then COVID hit that competition and so the Icc in their in their infinite wisdom said, "Ah oh, well let's forget about that that series, that competition, that pre qualified tournament, and let's just go with the top teams via the the current ranking the current oh. uh, team ratings so not only did that mean that Thailand couldn't go into the the World Cup, it essentially meant that they were then shut out of moving up the the team ratings, the team rankings, mm. because they're not playing any games. They're not able to, to gather improving points. Improving their international stations. So, yeah. yeah, and they can't get more rate, ranking points to go up and then play against other teams. And it is a complete just abrogation of, of responsibility by the ICC. And the BCCI have just got such a big lever to push female participation in across the world, not just in India, but... They just don't want to do it. There's been three seasons of this. And why? Why
0: not? Is it just because it's too much like hard work or they sexist monsters or what's the go?
1: Wouldn't have a clue. Wouldn't have a clue. It's just, it's not been a priority for them because the IPL is there and the IPL is getting longer and mm. it's making more and more money. There were, there were more teams bought into the IPL this year. and It is starting to get bigger and bigger, isn't it? Oh, it's huge. I tried to...
0: How long my, until they try to run one parallel with the 100 or the WBBL or something like that?
1: Absolutely, yeah. So I, I, I did, in my spare time, as I want to do, did up a spreadsheet of when <laughs> all different all nations can hold cricket test match, one-day match serieses, series. So I went over the past four years to have a look at when they have, and mm. there is a lot of time available. But the problem is, There needs to be time carved out, a month carved out for a World Cup, a month carved out then for a T20 World Cup. There needs to be six weeks carved out now for the IPL. Then you've got to think of the the Big Bash and WBBL and then you've got the 100. And with all of those domestic competitions taking up time and space in the calendar, where do you put international cricket and how do the Associate Nations in particular start to get more and more better teams mm. because there are just – there's only so many days or in the year and there's a lot more money playing in the IPL than there is playing in other competitions. So, like you see Tim David, I think he got bid oh, yeah. <laughs> $1.6 million. He then played, I think it was the first two games for his uh, franchise – didn't necessarily set the world on fire. So they left him out for the next five or six games and then brought him in. And he just went absolutely bonkers and did what Tim David does, which is hit 40 of 12 balls. And that's, that's, that's why all you, you get him do. in. <laughs> it's, it doesn't work every time. So, yeah... So long, there's a lot of pieces in there, but... I was,
0: I was wondering why Tim David entered that conversation, but... Anyway. Oh, because, <laughs> because I like just talking about
1: cricket. Um, but my thing is, is the BCCI needs to get fair income about a women's IPL because there is so much talent that is available both within India and around the world that that's going to be the kickstart for such an uh, increase in uh, participation and then, brilliant cricketers being able to come through and make the the international game even better than it currently is. All right. Well, what's your have you got Have you got another one to get off your chest? No. Maybe, maybe with confused. less maybe with less swearing than my uh, crowd uh, behavior one.
0: No, the crowd behavior one got the job done. I reckon. We reckon. I reckon that was yeah, dearie mate, crowd dickheads refs falters that they drive me crazy those types that's probably that and the not covering sport properly shits me as well but i'll feel slightly better having projected this to the universe and i'm sure some deity will pick it up and go you know what the australian baseball league does need more coverage and i will strike down any editor who tries to work an afl reference into it
1: Wow, and uh, which which team could Dave Nilsson have played for? Like Dave oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if, da- if Dave if Dave was, was available, was a football who would he? Team. Yeah. I um I, I've just I've, I've just before something. you go,
0: before you go, I've just received a yeah. text message um hmm. from a Chrissy who says that what annoys her at the moment is having a husband laid out for months because of a sporting injury. <laughs> Um, would
1: um i would think your wife i think i know proceeds? who that is
0: <laughs> <laughs> you were on the, you were on the exercise bike earlier today though i was had my boot on and everything yeah you're getting up and about i can i can feel my legs swelling pretty Are soon you... like in about a fortnight i think i can go in sneakers oh wow yeah, can which sneaking. was gonna feel
1: just feel bizarre Anyway. Mm, Have
0: indeed. you got everything off your chest? Have you got
1: everything oh, off your I've, chest? Oh, I've got one. I got one more actually and it's it's mm. to do with the Australian Baseball League and I want I want the Melbourne Aces to stop ignoring me when I suggest that they should run a courtesy bus from uh, a bar in the city in Melbourne out to yeah, the Altona to uh, show, Altona. Altona <laughs> ballpark because mm. For those
0: who don't know, the, the Melbourne Aces Australian Baseball League ballpark is Melbourne ballpark, which is where they played um, Olympic baseball back in the day, uh, and it is about half an hour's drive outside of outside of the Melbourne Central Business District. So Andrew has long petitioned them to have a shuttle bus that goes from the main Spencer Street station to the ballpark, but it uh, it is yet to happen. Maybe this year's the year
1: and it 's because when we were living in Canberra, the a c t brumbies had shuttle buses from uh, a pub in the city, a pub in the south, and a pub in the north, and it would take <laughs> you to the game and then it would take you back so and it actually it might have even been organized by the bar themselves so it 's just mm. it 's got to it 's got to be done because discussion from Customer service, customer service. <laughs> and Because also, it's not like the MCG where you can just go, get off the train and walk for three minutes. There and you're it is. There. Yeah. It's a 10, 15-minute walk from Laverton Station or North Laverton Station or whatever. So, yeah, <laughs> come on, Melbourne aces. <laughs> that's, All my, right. that's my last little one. All right, we're going to start to wrap it up
0: there then. Thank you, Andrew. Thank you, everyone, for being in touch and uh, giving us your frustrations and your angst. I hope you feel better having shed, I don't know if I do, but I, I think maybe I'll sleep on it and I'll see how I go. Remember, if you have more sporting angst you wish to unload, you can do it on Twitter at ASD underscore radio. You can go to facebook.com slash a sporting discussion. You can come to me at AJ Mithen on Twitter, or you can go to Andrew at dono 79 on Twitter as well. Always good fun. We enjoy the cut and thrust and some angst and just downloading, I think the kids call it these days
1: yeah I think the uh, it, there's there's a lot of negativity in the the comments section of whatever sporting code you follow, whether it be an article written about it or even like a match report and i i I don't like to get into into reading those, but i do and i thought I find it cathartic. Reading it and just going, ah, oh, there it is. There's the person who said it was the refs' fault. It's like, ah, oh, there yeah. it is. There's the person who said keep 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 politics out of sport. I'm like, oh, okay. Mm. And my my and favorite said things thing. like,
0: how are they going to pay the women when they're not bringing in any
1: money? Oh, yeah. Don't get yeah. me started. On That's that. for another time. I, <laughs> well, so, and one of one of my favorite um, things about the people on social media with their keep politics out of sport is the majority of them would be. All about putting uh, a poppy on their their um, whatever it is their profile picture on Anzac Day <laughs> and saying, "Yeah, it's great that the Essendon and Collingwood are respecting our Anzacs." So, so that's not political. Cool. Good on you.
0: <laughs> and on that chirpy note, we will speak to you next week. Remember at ASD underscore Radio on Twitter. I'm um, supporting sporting discussion. We're available everywhere you get your podcast. Remember share, rate, review. We did pop back back, better. we did pop up back into the podcast charts this week, Andrew which is which was good fun, always good fun uh, we love everyone getting in touch with us tell us what it is, tell us how it is, tell us how it isn't, it's always good fun mm. until next time, this has been a sporting discussion talking sports of all sorts Saturday, everybody,
1: see ya